0: This is a Hoff Studios podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast, a place where we talk about all things spirituality, 5D, ascension, meditation, and beyond. I'm Erica Pulsinelli, your host, and I'm so excited to invite you in for another episode. Come on in. Hi guys, today I am here with someone who I've been following on Instagram for not that long, like maybe a few months, but I instantly was just so drawn to her energy it's so contagious through her post. She just has this vibrant and radiance to her. And I can't wait to introduce you to her today. So her name is Morgan and she is a holistic health coach. She really focuses so much on the gut. And I know that she has had challenges with her gut for a while. And I, I presume that's what led her to this path and all of what she's going to share today and all that she has to offer the world today and every day. Um, but I was just her, her energy is magnetic and she creates like these reels that just make me want to dance, smile and have fun. About like all things holistic. So, I'm so excited to introduce her today. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Oh my gosh, of course. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm so thankful I found you in your meditations. I think I want to say June, but I love following you. I love everything that is evolved by Erica. So, I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Oh, I'm so excited you're here. And I love seeing when you like post the meditations you're doing in the morning. I know you're obsessed with like Breath of Fire and Ego Eradicator. Right
0: yes, <laughs> very much so.
1: love it. I absolutely love it. So tell the Evolve community a little bit about you, about your background, what has led you here. Tell us, tell us the backgrounds.
0: Totally. So Kind of a long story, but you hit the nail on the head. I I am a health coach specializing in gut health because I went through my own um, hardships with my gut. So freshman year of college, I got a really bad stomach infection that landed me in the hospital for a month. I was in the ICU for five days. My colon almost had to get removed because it was so infected, um, and if they were to remove my colon, there was a 50% chance that I would survive because the toxins from my colon could go into all of my other organs and cause a system shutdown, so I'll hit you with the bang and then I'm going to reverse, so <laughs> um, leading up to that, I had, I mean not many health issues growing up, and then I randomly started to get all of these sinus infections out of nowhere. So I started taking a lot of antibiotics the fall of my freshman year in college. Um, I played Division I lacrosse in college, and I was just go, go, go. So I was like, these sinus infections need to get out of here. I need to do my thing. Um, so the antibiotics we found out later actually ended up killing majority of my good bacteria in my gut and just like completely shooting like my health essentially so i i was in the hospital i was hooked up to morphine i could only leave the bed to go to the bathroom and it was such a traumatic event and meanwhile i was having some issues with the antibiotics for the sinus infections before i was even hospitalized i just was doing everything possible besides listening to my body i was partying I was going to practice I was going to lift I was going to school and just doing all the things except actually listening to myself and my intuition and instead just literally convincing myself it was food poisoning when I was just in so much pain I was going to the bathroom all the time like just crazy things I'd never had before um so I do like to preference that like I I was not tapped in tuned in to who I was within. Um, and then after I left the hospital, I started to experience, um, all of the classic IBS symptoms, which I'm sure many listeners here probably might struggle with it too, because unfortunately it's so common, especially with women today. Um, so I had constant bloating 24 seven, like first thing in the morning, Till I went to sleep at night. Um, I had acid reflux. I had brain fog. I got diagnosed with ADHD for the first time. I never had anxiety and I was anxious as hell. Like all these random things after I just got out of the hospital and I was like trying to transition back into my team and school. And I was like, what is happening? It like literally felt like my body was just against me. So I started going to all these different doctors and specialists in Boston and they were all like, your scans are fine, like totally fine. Just, just do an elimination diet, blah, blah, blah. Um, and obviously was put on more medication. Um, so the Western world is very, um, very, very, very into Band-Aid approaches and they get you Band-Aid results. So um, when I finally was like, IBS will not be my story, I know I don't feel well. I know I'm not crazy, even though these doctors are making me believe I am, um, I went down the holistic, the integrative, the functional, the energetic route. And I never looked back because these practitioners were like, yeah, your gut is so inflamed. It's so out of balance. No wonder why your skin is a mess. Your anxiety is through the roof. And it was, it was that feeling of like feeling understood and like validated for everything that I had been feeling for like years. I was like, wow, like, this is, yeah, literally, I, I literally was crying the first appointment in the functional medicine doctor's office when she was like, I'm going to help you heal. And I was like, fuck yes. Like, thank you. Like <laughs> I'm, I was going through all this for a reason. And my mom in that appointment, she was getting really emotional too. Cause she knew how much of a toll this is all having on my mind, body, and soul. I just was not me at all. Um, I also forgot to mention, but a huge part of my journey is, um, an eating disorder called orthorexia, which is essentially obsessed with healthy eating, all clean eating. And I didn't even know I had that. Just I didn't even know it was an eating disorder until like two years after I had recovered. I saw it on Instagram and I was like, wow, I have, I literally used to have all the signs of that. Um, so healing my gut in conjunction with my relationship with food is what, we're the magic really happened for me. And that's where I started really feeling like myself again. Um, But to go back to that doctor's office, when I finally, they were like, we can help you. I know your body's out of balance and screaming for help. You're doing all the right things. My mom was like, you're going to do something like this. Like you are going to help women who feel so alone in their health journey, just have them like rise and like empower them and show them that they literally can heal themselves naturally. And I was like, I mean, I just, i felt it so deep to my core that I was going to be doing something along those lines. Um, but like I said, I played lacrosse in school, and I had absolutely no time to do anything. Um, but I had seen all these like amazing, like spiritual and just holistic wellness nutrition people on my Instagram, um, going to the school Institute of Integrative Nutrition, um, which I want to go to like all throughout college. And then I was a 2020 grad. So, I mean, I guess I didn't really graduate. Um, but I was, forced to go home in May, I'm March, um, end my senior season on lacrosse and school early. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to sit around and pout about this. I'm, I'm going to do something positive with this time that I have home. I have to myself, I have to expand my horizons. And in the meantime, I was looking for like recruiting jobs and sales jobs and PR jobs. I had no idea what I wanted to do because I didn't know who I really was yet. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to enroll in IAN. So I did that while I was still looking for, I hate the word regular jobs, but just like what society says, a regular job, like behind a desk. Um, and then when I was going through IIN, I was like, I am way, way, way too passionate about this stuff to just do this as a side hustle. Like this is me. Like I'm, I'm going full force in this. Like I don't even know where it's gonna take me, but like I'm, um, I'm going to send it. And <laughs> so I, I'm currently getting my master's in functional nutrition. That summer, I got my um, yoga certification through Core Power, and that's really when I started to get into meditation. Um, I found elevate the globe before you. So I was like, kind of um, dipping my toes in with Kundalini. I'm obsessed with Joe Dispenza. I actually got trained for transcendental meditation. I made both of my parents get trained. So I was like, full force ahead meditation, yoga, like this is it because I was so go, go, go like sprint, run, no breaks, throughout my whole life, literally, such a perfectionist. And that time in 2020 really gave me the opportunity to slow down, tune into my body, tune into my breath and actually help me understand like my dharma and like why I'm here on this earth. So sorry, that was probably longer than expected. But that's me.
1: (laughs) It was absolutely perfect and beautiful. And I feel like your your struggle was even more intense than i anticipated you hear so many people today who have gut issues and not to say that you know one is more important than the next but to hear how intense your experience was and how critical it was and that you're in the icu um that must have been such a scary time and as you were sharing all this and like the diagnoses you were getting with attentional disorders and everything else you are dealing with, not feeling like yourself, they always say that everything starts in the gut and like how we feel our mood is all dictated by the gut. And I believe it's Hippocrates really? who says all disease starts in the gut. Mm-hmm. And once we really start to look at that and be able to take care of our gut health, um, it is, it's really a game changer. And it's wild how some things that we would never realize we're experiencing art is because of an imbalance in our gut. I, I work with a holistic doctor when I'm guided to, and, um, you know, um, it it was interesting when I made the transition to a holistic or natural naturopathic doctor, he brought me into an office, into a table where we just and met with one another and it was like an hour long interview and I never went into a doctor's office looking room um like an examination room I should say it was more of like a meeting and a sharing and I eventually made Vinny in I think 2020 I made Vinny um meet with him as well and he got off the first initial call and he's like Erica I don't think this guy cares about my health at all. He's asking me like what my bedtime is. He's asking, me <laughs> fun. He's asking me what kind of foods I eat. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly it. Like it's such a different approach that our mindset has to shift so much to see that and be able, I mean, I can't see medicine I can't see healing. I can't see wellness without a holistic approach. So for for many people, though, that's very far. And Vinny was like, he doesn't care about my health. He wants to. He wants to like hang out. Like, no, no, no. Classic. <laughs> so much information about you and getting a huge picture. It was very funny. But wow, it's so true. And um, I, I, oh, my gosh, I just have so much to say, so many questions to ask about this because. Um, some gut, gut health was something I actually always struggled with as well. So for years, I like couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> like it yeah. would be an issue. like I would have, I mean, not for years I couldn't, but just like I couldn't consistently and have like a healthy balance of going to the bathroom. And then when I went plant-based, I love talking about going to the bathroom. My husband hates. I do time. too. <laughs> so I'm like, I got you here. We're going to talk about poop. And I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then when, um, when I went vegan at first, I was doing so much raw food Mm. and my stomach was in shambles. Like I was going to the bathroom too much Mm. and in a way that like, I, I don't know if that was healthy. And then eventually when I found meditation, I started to really start intuitively eating and eating a lot more warmer cooked foods. And now Mm. bathroom is like so freaking consistent. Like, you know, when you have good gut health, like tell us some ways that you know, if you have good gut health.
0: Yeah. Well, going to the bathroom daily is huge. Like there's, it, it like blows my mind. Some people are like, wait, you go more than like three times a week. I'm like, what? You only go three times a week? Like, Oh my gosh. So going to the bathroom once a day is so, so, so important. It's just a sign of proper health, not even gut health. Like that is just like Mm. staple of health. Um, but in terms of gut health, like not having chronic bloating or bloating every time you eat, like not having any like acne or rosacea or eczema, like our skin is our largest barrier and it's, connected to our gut completely so the skin is actually the first sign of an unhealthy gut when things are kind of red inflamed all the works um anxiety is huge very linked to the gut um let's see, like not burping not like farting too often (laughs) we're getting crazy here um and the opposite side of the spectrum too when it comes to poop like not going to like diarrhea like all the time like that's we're not digesting our food if we're doing that. So I would say those are the big telltale signs, but like also like not being able to lose weight, um, having brain fog, being fatigued, always having that afternoon slump around 3 p.m. Um, things like that are also such telltale signs because they're so connected to our hormones. So if our gut's off, our hormones are going to be off and hormones literally dictate our whole body. Um so does the gut i always like to say the gut really is the queen of the castle and when the queen's angry she's going to take the kingdom down so if she's in balance she's taking you down with her and you're it's it's very different how it manifests in people um but if you have any of those signs and signals from your body it's that's good just now that you're aware of that but that's your body letting you know that Let's work on that gut because, again, the gut is the center. Having good digestion is literally your life force. Your um, signal is. It's where creativity is. is where intuition is. Um, so clearing that up so you can be a clear, energetic vessel is really the goal in my book. So, yeah. It
1: is so true. I want to get back to that. But first, I want to ask you if you know what a birthday poop is.
0: <laughs> a birthday poop? <laughs> no,
1: please, Wayne. <laughs> I think this is what I call it. It's when, like, you don't have to wipe. Like, it's just, like, clean, and you don't even uh-huh. have to wipe. That's supposed to be a sign of really good gut health. Have you heard yeah. that, too?
0: Um, So I haven't heard that term before, but there is this chart. It's called the Bristol stool chart, and nice. it goes to – there's seven different types of poop on it, and you should be, like, three or four. Um, So if you're one, two, three, you're constipated. If you're – Beyond four, you uh, might be the other way around. But anyways, you know what I mean. Um, so if you're having a three or four, I guess you don't necessarily need to wipe. So I would say that's probably birthday poop area.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you always wipe just to make sure. But, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess when you, th- when you think about it, I would guess, yeah. I mean, just like not too hard, but not too loose, like formed can come out easily very easeful and like setting up a routine like in the morning or at night to have these bowel movements is so important too because some of us are just so go 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 that you don't even like give yourself like enough time to go in the morning so I do always like to say that too like making it a part of your morning routine is pretty crucial just like your meditation
1: it is so true and our thoughts become things and when we start to think And create the space to release and go to the bathroom, it really makes such a difference. And going, um, you know, taking time in the morning to meditate, I found, has regulated me so much because I'm literally down my digestive system and everything is I'm, I'm not tense I'm not running from one thing to the next and I notice when I have a busy morning especially when I used to be on my old schedule um I, it would be harder for me my it, it would be delayed my bathroom trip would be delayed on the mornings where I had to run from even if it's meditating sometimes meditating can feel like something we have to do even if it's like meditation yeah. workout get showered and go like your meditation needs to be mindful for your body so you could take time to breathe, breathing into the digestive system and mm-hmm. allowing that breath to move everything along. It really, it really does work. And I love that you mentioned that because that's something I've consciously had to bring in in my daily routine. And um, it really has helped so much and has made me very consistent. Yay! Yeah. I love that you bring up that how important it is to release and clear because our main chakras are in that area so we have our root where all the elimination organs are where everything leaves we have our sacral which is near the the belly button and we have our solar plexus which is uh i guess closer to the colon the liver the pancreas and when we're moving there's there's less stagnant energy when when we're moving everything through and everything's coming out in a timely fashion and i've also noticed the same that what you spoke about that creativity that flow that connectedness to those three lower chakras when i have a strong core so i mean you're sort of fighting yoga. So I'm sure that you've experienced that too. When you have a strong core, and that's why the Nabi Kriya is amazing for digestion and also for aligning you and your energy Mm -hmm. and activating the solar plexus. Um, Because when you have a strong core, it's from from the inside out. You're able to Mm -hmm. access those energy centers more. And then when you're moving everything along, you're able to keep it nice and clear, less blockages.
0: Yeah, exactly. And even when you were saying like, You used to be so constipated like that is just like, unfortunately, like so many of us are just like holding on to emotions. Like I have four foundations in my coaching. It's food, body, spiritual connection and emotional regulation. And if we are not regulating our emotions, so if we're holding on to them, we're going to be constipated. And if we can't digest them, we're going to be diarrhea up the yang. So it really all does come down to emotions and like whether we can process them or not and how we do that. So, like, improving digestion also is like improving your whole like energetic vessel and like your lens on the world and how you perceive yourself and others. So it's like it's such a multifaceted thing to fit. But once you have that approach and you're just not focusing on the food or just on the body healing can come so much faster. At least that's what I've seen with me and all of the people I work with. So it, it is a really interesting connection.
1: It really is. I, the posts I love from you the most are where you're, sharing how it's not normal to experience so many symptoms that have been so normalized in our society, like the bloating, like the brain fog, the fatigue. And it's so true. Like I want everyone listening to know that it's your birthright to feel vibrant, radiant, beautiful, healthy, and clear. You just have to find what works for your body and what helps you to get into that flow state with your food and your digestion and um what's really interrupting that during kundalini training we actually this was really cool i loved this we learned about how long digestion should take for women and men i believe for women it's supposed to be eight in the 18 to 24 hour range and for men it's about 24 and maybe a little bit further and they told us to eat beets so that we can see how long it took for our body to process that, to find out if our digestive system is sluggish, if it's backed up, how long did it take for it to be eliminated because beets turn things red. So you're able to see what's going on there, red or purple, um, which could be alarming if you didn't know that, because that's how it's going Same. <laughs> Very alarming. Um, so that was interesting. So that's a little fun experiment we could do. But I want to ask you your top five tips for gut health. And maybe we could do like five do's and five don'ts, or you could just do a combination. Really. I don't want to give you too much structure, whatever you're guided to.
0: No, let's definitely do that.
1: So slip in like a little bit of both.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So for do like one of the most important things is getting like diversity in your diet. So even if you're eating the most healthiest things, if you're eating the same smoothie with the same ingredients and then you're having the same salad with the same ingredients every single day that's not giving your gut bugs the nutrients that it needs so and if you're not diversifying your food like for example if you're constantly having blueberries in your smoothie yeah super healthy but if you're having that every single day you can actually develop a sensitivity to blueberries and I think well I think even explain what leaky gut is which I definitely should so I feel like leaky gut is such a trendy term these days but Essentially, you can just think of our gut, our eye on video, or people are going to see this, or I'll explain it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Just listen okay.
1: to audio, but I do both.
0: Okay, so your gut should be, like, very tight together, but it is super, super vulnerable because it's only one cell layer thick. So, like, stress, medication. Um, one cell. One cell layer thick. Oh, so, that's... yeah, so it is very, very vulnerable to just diet, Environmental and lifestyle toxins, I'll say. So once it's reached its breaking point, it finally will open up, and then large food part- particles and just um, bacteria and other toxins can get through the gut lining and into our bloodstream and create inflammation in the body. So um, going back to having the same foods every single day, you can get a leaky gut over time if you're bombarding your system with the same foods. So. That's a big one. Another big one when it comes to food is figuring out your sensitivities and like gluten, dairy, corn, soy are all huge sensitivities today. And even if you feel like you are eating all of those and you are like, there's absolutely no symptoms. I do think like doing an elimination diet, just like taking them out for two weeks and then reintroducing and see if like oh, my brain fog kind of was better when I took gluten out or like, oh, like I'm, I'm actually not that bloated anymore when I didn't have dairy. Like just doing that is not, it shouldn't be seen as restricting. It should be seen as doing the limit and doing an experiment, a loving experiment with your body to like calm some inflammation and get more in tune with your body. So I love that shift it shouldn't be about restriction it should be about abundance and you should be looking at what you can add in rather than you can take out so and if you have if you are having gut issues like working with a coach or a practitioner to help you get more specific on elimination diet is key um let me go to a few don'ts i'll mix and back so don'ts um restrict like too many food groups because again your gut needs all the nutrients you can get you can think of your gut like a rainforest and there's so many different animals and plants and trees and all of these different species need different food so again like restricting way too many groups so for example if you do an elimination diet and you just don't bring any of them back because you're nervous, like you're doing your gut a disservice as well. Um, and then like not under eating is huge, especially in this culture of like eat less, exercise more. Um, because when we under eat and under fuel, um, A, that's not respecting your body. But most importantly, it's not allowing your nervous system to feel safe. So we have fight or flight mode and rest and digest mode. So, so many things can put us into fight or flight mode. And unfortunately in this like, Hustle culture, majority of us are running on cortisol and adrenaline, which are stress hormones because we're chronically stressed. Um, But if you are continually under eating, so for example, you're having just coffee for breakfast, you barely eat lunch, you are literally running, like I said, on stress. And that makes your nervous system feel so, so scared. And it's like saving, it's actually holding on to weight because it's like, when's the next calorie coming? So again, like making sure that you're getting food in there but also like whole focusing mostly on like whole nutrient dense food from the earth like fruits vegetables whole grains like these are all so 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 important for our microbiome and just like for our health in general um another don't while i'm there um is trying to eliminate seed oils inflammatory seed oils like grape grape seed and canola um they're Literally just everywhere, like from our nut milks to like our granola bars, like literally in our kids' foods, like they are everywhere. So paying attention to those seed oils and trying to focus more on like healthy oils like coconut oil or avocado oil or olive oil are really life changing because those oils are super um, detrimental to your hormones as well. And again, hormones and gut um, are besties. Um, and then going back to the do's. Um looking within, stop comparing yourself and your journey to everyone else's journey. Like the gut is so like 10 to 20% of each gut is similar. So there is definitely not a one size fits all approach to health and wellness in general, but more specifically gut health, because maybe someone's um, chronically stressed and that's why they have IBS, or maybe someone's eating a super inflammatory diet, or maybe um, someone has some trauma that's stuck in their gut, in their um, stay girl, whatever it may is Like there, there's so many different pieces of the puzzle. And the more I went inside and really asked myself what I needed instead of trying all the new diets and trends and all oh, this works for her and that worked for him and all this stuff really helped again, like calm my nervous system. And I was able to pick and choose, do trial and error, trial and error, um, about things that worked for me. Um, and then also when it comes to exercising again going within and like not forcing things i like i said earlier i was constantly running doing high intensity things i thought yoga and pilates and things like that were just like eh, like for wimps and i truly didn't give my body the ability to rest but again it, it really all boils down to the nervous system and if you're constantly pushing your body to the max, like dead dog tired, never having any rest days, you're again, you're running on stress hormones, and you're putting your body in fight or flight. And you simply cannot heal a body that is stressed. like you need to be in that rest and digest mode. Um, and then lastly, like this, I mean, I think this is like with everything in life, like meditation, and it's perfect that I'm on this podcast, but like meditation truly has changed my life. And it doesn't have to necessarily be like sitting with yourself for 20 minutes. Like, but if you do breath work or just some modality that you can actually reduce your stress, it's just, I can't, I can't harp on the importance of that. And Not only is it in helping your nervous system feel safe and improving your gut health and helping with your hormones and your circadian rhythm, like literally everything, but it's also helping you get more in tune with yourself and your intuition. And that is really the goal of life because you don't want to be going throughout life feeling so stressed and so disconnected from yourself and your body because how can you truly connect with yourself, others, and understand your purpose and roll with it. So I know that's kind of a skew for like a a benefit for gut health, but it's, I mean, I can't, I can't harpen it enough. And I know you could go on and on about that too. So I guess I'll leave it there. Those are some good tips. I
1: agree. And intuition, I want to add to that because with intuition we're able to more intuitively eat so like when i'm craving something i know it's for a reason this morning i needed to have blueberries today for whatever reason I woke up, I didn't have any in my house. I had to go out and get a smoothie with blueberries in it because my body told me it needed that for whatever reason. And I felt damn good after I had my smoothie with blueberries. So it does, it makes you so much more intuitive in your food choices. And then you're able to connect with your body in a completely different way. I, Mm -hmm. I agree. What are some things that you do every day for your gut health? So like, for example, some days, most days I start with the Sakara. I use a Sakara um, probiotic and theirs are also digestive enzymes, I believe. So you could take them more than once a day before big meals. Sometimes I'll do that. Um, honestly, I'm lucky if I, if I take one supplement a day for one
0: <laughs> There's a lot of people so, like that.
1: I'm just not, I hope to get so much for my food and I I know a a probiotic is important, so I'll try that. I'll do my lemon water in the morning. Um, I try to stay away from sugar because I know that's really bad for your health and processed foods. But what other things do you feel are really important or just some things that people could add into their day aside from meditation? More things to ingest, like maybe more foods or rituals that you find helpful.
0: Totally, yeah. I mean, I think a morning routine is – is so, so important for many reasons. But like you, I start my day with lemon water, warm lemon water. So the first thing we want to put in our body, we want it to be warm or room temperature because we have a digestive fire. So you can literally think of it as a fire. And if you're putting cold liquids in there right away, it like dampens that fire and it kind of dampens, increases our digestion for the day. So that's a great tip um, because it really like warms the body, gets the digestive system going. Hopefully, while you go to the bathroom in a little bit, um, but yeah, warm lemon water. I always have, um, I have, I don't have athletic greens every day, but I do like getting like some green powders in the morning. Um, and then probiotic is huge. So I'm happy that you're taking one. It just really helps, um, to feed and balance the good bacteria because we want more of those in our- than the bad. So, um, yep. very important. And I do take digestive enzymes after each meal. So you can take them before or after to see what works for you. I personally like taking them after my meal um, because unfortunately our digestive systems today are just like not as strong as they used to be and our digestive enzymes and secretions in our body actually decrease with age so like I honestly recommend enzymes for everyone because it's it's getting harder and harder to digest the food as we really should Um, and then another thing with eating is avoid well trying to avoid slash reduce drinking with meals because that reduces your well impairs your digestive enzymes from really taking place and helping you digest your food so kind of an oxymoron because you get drinks and water and everything when you go to restaurants etc but if you can wait like 30 minutes if you want to take supplements before and after that's totally fine um to have like a lot to drink you should do that because it will really help with your digestion. Um, but I feel like that those are simple ones. Like going for like a brisk walk after eating is great for digestion too. But again, you don't have to go crazy on the supplements. I mean, I, I work with um, someone who does energetic muscle testing. So we're really into the supplements and fixing specific issues. So I'm kind of like a supplement geek and I love taking a lot of supplements. But um, it's not necessarily necessary. It's like the simple things that are really going to help improve our gut health. And again, like really minimizing that sugar, those processed foods. Um, But I mean, as much as I preach that balance is super important as well. But one of the quotes I just love recently is, and I'm not going to get it spot on, but it's like we are living in a society where eating and just treating our body like unhealthily is so normal that when someone decides to like, actually take care of their health and eat healthy and get more fruits and vegetables. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to be skinny? Like all this stuff? I'm like, why is that not normal? Like we're eating the way our ancestors ate. We're eating to reduce inflammation. We're eating to like have a clear gut and a clear mind. Like, so again, it's
1: like self-respect and self-love and not only self-respect and self-love, but also love and respect to the people who love us. Because if we're caring for ourselves, we're respecting the people who honor and care for us too. And wouldn't we love for every one of the people that we love to take care of themselves too?
0: Yeah. It's so interesting. I love that. And it's- yeah. That's yeah. that's put amazingly. And Again, like, yeah, I don't want to want to overwhelm anyone, but I think those are some just like some small tips that you can take away, like focusing. I mean, it really depends on like even your Ayurvedic type, like whether you can like process um, cold and raw foods or if you need more warming, like I'm more Vata energy. So I'm definitely more on like the warming side and like getting away from all raw things that I had was really beneficial for my digestion, but it can be totally the opposite for someone else. So it's really like, again, like, put your blinders on like you should be the only person like concerned with you and it doesn't matter what me or erica are eating like do what works best for you but yes the probiotics the um the warming food in the morning the digestive enzymes walking after meals not drinking with meals giving your body the ability to digest and absorb nutrients like and you can do that by reducing your stress and just calming so you can actually get in that rest and digest mode when you're about to eat So
1: anyways, yeah. Yeah, so true. Oh my goodness, you hit so much. I want to ask you one more question about bloating because I think it's a problem that so many people have and I'm sure the suggestions overlap and are very similar. But do you have any quick like tips, experiments people could do to find out why they're bloating um, or tips for bloating?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Again, like when it comes back to the workouts, like, And just in general, like, ask yourself, like, how can you make your body feel safe? Like, a lot of people are bloating because they are under eating because they are overexercising. But it can get tricky because some people might have small bacterial um, overgrowth in their small intestine. Um, They could have H. pylori. They could have candida. Like, there's so many different things that could be going on in the gut. But I will say, majority of those things, whether you do have parasites, bacteria, yeast, mold, stem from adrenal issues, which is stress. Um, but if you are dealing with chronic bloating every day, again, going back to these things are not normal. So they are just not normal. Um, getting like functional testing done is so, so important and not saying to not go to a GI doctor. I definitely go that route first, get a colonoscopy and endoscopy. If you're dealing with chronic bloating, like I was just to rule out any, um, IBD, um, any Crohn's or colitis, any serious things. And then if you don't have that, if it's accessible to you, I know they're more expensive and sometimes harder to find, but a functional doctor who can do a stool test on you and actually see like all of these different bacteria, again, you have parasites, if you have mold, if you have yeast, if you have a candida overgrowth, a yeast overgrowth, and that is re- really where you pinpoint the root cause of what is going on. Um, but if you feel like you're just like bloated here and there, Um, activated charcoal is great. Um, Ginger and fennel tea are great. Um, Doing a castor oil pack, um, literally just castor oil on like a t-shirt and then the heating pad over it. Um, Peppermint oil on your stomach, all of those things. Again, not pushing your body to the max when you're bloated because your body's kind of already in like a hyper state anyway. Yeah.
1: Amazing tips. Thank you so much. Of course. Talk about this all day, but I feel like you shared so much great, great stuff that so many people can benefit from. And it's true. Sometimes it is harder to find the functional doctor or to, um, you know, have access to that and be able to afford it. But sometimes insurance, like you can actually resubmit it if you do have health insurance, and they'll give you money back. You just have to like do the legwork to try to explore those other resources. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. I think once we calm our body and once we release stress, a lot of our problems tend to go away. Yeah. And that's way back to meditation. So,
0: <laughs> hey. All these <laughs> are, all roads lead back to meditation. <laughs>
1: But I want you to share what you're offering right now to people. Maybe maybe people are listening and they want to work with you. They want guidance from you. What are you offering right now? Where can they find you? Share it all.
0: Yeah. So you can find me um, on Instagram or TikTok at The Smiling Gut. My website is smilinggutwellness.com. And I just launched like a few weeks ago um, an eight-week gut healing program, which is literally everything I have learned in my own experience through thousands of books and doctor's appointments. And just, I am like, um, I'm a geek about this stuff. So everything that I've learned um, coaching in the past two years, culmination of my story, it's Mind, body, soul work. It's there's energy, there's manifestation, there's meditation and breath work in there, and then I also help you go through the five stages of the gut healing process. Um, and in conjunction with healing your relationship with food, because you really can't heal your gut unless you have peace with food and your body. So it's there's there's so many things in there. I literally can't even harp on how like transformative it is. So um, and it's a piece. So you can just buy it, and if you're if you're busy, you can finish it and far beyond eight weeks, whatever works and resonates with you. Um, and then I also work with people one-on-one um, to help them. I do energetic muscle testing. Um, so I help them really get to the root of what's going on in conjunction um, with the Gut Glow Up. And you can find all that information on my Instagram or my website. And yeah, I would love to work with you guys if you're having any of these issues. <laughs> I'm so passionate about it.
1: I can hear it. I could feel it. I knew it just from seeing your Instagram. So I just want to clarify: it's the smiling gut, but o- with only
0: one G. One G, G. yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the smiling gut with one G. Um, And also, I want to congratulate you on your upcoming podcast. And I'm Thank so you. excited. To-
0: yes. We're
1: and I can't wait to just hang out with you again know, and talk. Like about literally
0: him, tomorrow, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you were my first podcast guest.
1: Oh, I'm so excited and I'm honored. Thank you for having me Thank you for being here and sharing all this wisdom and your struggle with other people so that maybe they don't have to struggle in the same way that you did.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why you and I are here on this earth. So take advantage of both of us. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Morgan. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for being here. And I hope everyone that's listening enjoyed. Please find Morgan on Instagram, send her a message, ask her any questions. She'd be so happy to help you. I know what it feels like when people are just in need of what we have to offer okay. and just hearing any feedback or any questions. It's just, it's why we are here. So please reach out to her. Thank you guys so much for being here. May the longtime sun shine upon you. Have a beautiful day. Sana.